Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mum podcast, brought to you as always by the wonderful Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com. How are you? I have my youngest daughter Juno standing next to me because she's got a cold, she's got the cold that everyone's got that I now feel like I'm getting. What is it about? Actually, if anyone knows, why, when the weather changes, people get ill. Why is that? Because it is, it's always, whenever the weather changes, even like slightly, all the colds come out. Why is that? I can just Google it, but just because I'm thinking someone might be like, oh, it's because of this, idiot. Anyway, how are you? I hope you're good and I hope you haven't got the cold. But this week, it's the second part of my chat with the wonderful Vanessa. Last week, she spoke about her son who's got autism. Do you have autism or are you autistic, actually? What is the correct way of saying it? Well, he is autistic, isn't it? Isn't he? Isn't it? Oh, what do you know, do you know? Tell us then. Um, I forgot. We forgot. Um, and this part of the chat is where she speaks about her own neurodiversity. I'm learning all these new words and terms. It's wonderful. Um which is really good. And we also speak about other, she's had a hysterectomy. I'm waiting to have a hysterectomy. So I love finding out about people's stories about that. But yeah, she's really lovely. And I really enjoyed talking to her. We could have carried on for much longer, but I had to go and pick the kids up from school. But yeah, so I hope you enjoy it. And I'll see you in a bit. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Work. Work. You said before then about you discovering that you have ADHD as well. Yeah. 
So with that, have you always thought maybe something was I've different? always been the weird little friend, always. And, and it was through researching, and I use Twitter quite a lot. There's a hashtag on Twitter, which is hashtag asking autistics. And that's, that was always my go-to whenever I had, I had any question. Yeah. Because what happens is you put that, you put your question on, put hashtag asking autistics, and then autistic adults or whoever, autistic people will reply. Yeah. And I've ended up with a couple of people that I really like their way of thinking, and they, they seem to have very ser- similar experiences to James. So I will just now just kind of DM yeah. them and say, this yeah. is happening, have you got any ideas? So I did a lot. We went to a lot of autistic autism um, roadshows, listened to a lot of talks, watched a lot of YouTube. And the more I'm doing this and the more I'm talking about what James is telling me, the more I was realising I was understanding this and understanding the way his brain was working far more than anybody else was and it wasn't just because I was his mum yeah and so I started to wonder and and I started to look at what I was like when I was younger was never a kid that had a million friends I used to have one or two really good mates and and a smattering of acquaintances but I never needed that I used to think it came from being an only child so my mum when I was young if people came round to see if I wanted to go out to play, she would never just blindly let them in the house and go, oh, yeah, she's upstairs, go and find her. She'd, ha- she'd come upstairs and ask me first. Yeah. Because I could happily be just playing my own little game of school or whatever. Yeah. And I just had no need for anybody else. Yeah. I didn't need that. Yeah. So I was lucky that I had parents that kind of saw that and understood it and just let me get on with it. Um. But as I say, the more I was reading about things that people were seeing in their own children and the more I was seeing with James and the more when he when he explain, tried to explain to me how things felt, the more I just went, yeah, I know that. I get that. It's yeah. Fun. You know, and I started to realise things. The one that really made me go, oh, OK. So when you go to our very boring, but when you go from our house to our local town, there's two ways to go and it forms like a circle yeah I have to go one way and come back the other way I have to make that circle and I never realized well it didn't really it's only because it was on my mind that my husband had driven and he always goes and comes back one way yeah and as we as we pass the the turn off to to complete the circle there's actually a physical feeling in me I literally have to stop. I have to sit on my hands to not grab the steering wheel and go, we've got to go back this way. And it's this really massive feeling of being so uncomfortable. Yeah. But we're not going that. It's a physical thing. And I just thought, I don't think other people feel like this. Yeah. You know, it's not going to end the world. There's no reason why. There's no real time thing. It's just that in my head, I like to go in a circle. Yeah. And then I started to realise things like my eating <laughs> things. What can go on? Th- I, I don't understand chicken on pizza, and I can't explain to you why. I just cannot have chicken on pizza. <laughs> That's just vile. I don't know why anybody would do it. And the MS, any members of the MSC will laugh because they know my hatred of having two moists on a plate. So you can't have mashed potatoes and gravy. Because <laughs> I can see the mashed potato melting into the gravy and it just makes me feel quite ill. You can't have um, beans and a runny egg yolk. <laughs> Why would you do that? What about scrambled egg and beans? Scrambled eggs, fine. because scram- But they have to be dry scrambled eggs. I can't have oh. the watery scrambled eggs. Um, that's fine because that's, that's dry. Yeah. Can't put... My coffee either has to be black or all milk because the thought of putting milk in coffee just turns my stomach because it's mixing two liquids that in my head shouldn't mix i can put cordial in water so i can make you know a glass of orange juice that's not a problem because because cordial is just um concentrated orange so you put the water back in so the water belongs but in no in no world does milk 
belong in water, even if it's in coffee. <laughs> it's yeah. just ridiculous. And I started to look at all these things that have gone on through my life and realise that, I mean, I'm 51 now. I've got that sorted. I'm all right. People know not to do that. And I've sorted my world out so that these things aren't an issue. But when you start saying them out loud, you realise that you start sounding a bit odd. <laughs> and as I say, you know, I've got friends that knew me from being at school and they're like, yeah, you were always the weird friend. Always. So I said to, I remember really distinctly being on holiday and I'd been thinking about it and overthinking it massively and getting quite like, oh my God, what's everybody going to say? And, and I just remember being on holiday one morning and waking up with Scott, my husband, and just turning over and thinking, right, it's now or never. And I turned around and I went, I think I might be autistic. And I'm waiting for this bomb, like, oh my God. And he just turned around and went, about fucking time you realised. <laughs> Okay. Well, I never felt that I needed to go for like an ADA, uh, um, an autistic diagnosis yeah. because my life was okay. And I don't even know if I'd even call myself autistic. Yeah. In that it doesn't, it does impact my world, but my world is fine. Yeah. I, it doesn't give me anxiety. It doesn't cause me problems. The ADHD thing came funnily enough with the menopause. So yes. I, yeah. I had a hysterectomy when I was 46. So I went to sleep not in the menopause. Right, yep. Yeah. And woke up in menopause. Can I ask right? why? Because I'm having a hysterectomy. Why did you have a hysterectomy? If I can um, talk, can you like to talk about this? Yeah, no, absolutely fine. This is the thing. We overshare. It's perfectly fine. But I see it as honesty, and I think the more people can be talking about things, the better. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I had a cyst on my ovary, on my left ovary, and I set, went into the the consultation with the surgeon wondering whether I'd got cancer or whether it was it was just a cyst found out yeah. it was just a cyst I, don't, I was also getting twinges on my right ovary so when he said well what we'll do is go in and we'll take the ovary out and I said yep. well will you check the other side out as well because I have been getting little twinges not as bad as on my left hand side but I have been getting little twinges on the right hand side and he says yeah of course and I said and and can I sign something that'll say while I'm under if if there's anything wrong with that left one with the right one yeah. even if it's just inflamed please take it out yeah I'm 46 I, I don't yeah. I'm not going to start the whole kid thing again yeah and he went well if we do that we might as well take the whole lot out and yeah. I sort of went well yeah I've got no problem with that he sort of put his pen down, turned to me and went, are you serious? Huh. And I said, absolutely. Because we'd, like Scott and I had had the conversation because I didn't know whether it was cancer or not. Yeah. So the night before we'd had the conversation of, well, what happens if, you know, we have a hysterectomy and, or if that's what I need to have. And my, my, I mean, I would have quite happily had one after I'd had James. Yeah. It wouldn't have bothered me because to me, it's yeah. just a bit of me that I don't need anymore. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, you know, it's no skin off my nose it's about your health you know it's got nothing to do with me and I said all right okay fair enough so I'd kind of almost convinced myself to have a hist well not even convinced myself it just seemed like the logical yeah. thing to do and the surgeon basically said I wish every you know he would he would basically send an invite to any menopausal woman inviting them for a hysterectomy because it saves so many problems further down the line so it's Where the is this surgeon? Bullshit. Because it's I'm fighting to get mine. Are you? Well, I'm. I I have cysts. Oh right, okay. So and I need to have. I've I've been in in and out of hospital with pain. So yeah. they've said one hospital. My local hospital said that they'll remove the cysts and 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 endometriosis. Right, that's what get, mine turned out to be. But I got asked to be referred to a university college london hospital and yeah. because my friend had been seen by a surgeon there right. privately and recommended yeah. him so i got referred there on the nhs yeah. and they've offered me a full hysterectomy which Fabulous. i want to go for because yeah if they take the system endometriosis it can all come back and pulls, i'm not yeah. i'm 45 nearly i'm not having any more kids and no. i don't i just want it all over and done with i don't want to yeah. be back in another year or two years Plus, I'm definitely perimenopausal. I want yeah. the drugs, and they're not giving me any drugs because I'm still having regular periods. So, and they'll oh. and they'll they'll bother the cysts as well, so they won't do it. Oh, really? Yeah, they like your um, HRT. Yeah, will will irritate the cysts. 
okay. really oh. spark them off because they well, Endometrial they cysts are very much um to do with periods and things you'll get yeah. more more pain around period time and of course yeah. with hrt you're giving yourself those hormones back yeah again. yeah oh, so okay. that's why they won't give you any but kind I, of drugs because well, you'll just feel 10 times worse well i just yeah so I, i'm more than happy to have it but yeah. but but the, my local hospital because i basically i'm on two waiting lists yeah but my local because i'm like i'm hedging my bets now because we're fucking waiting forever aren't we yeah and i'm like yeah but I do want to have the full hysterectomy and I don't know if my local hospital will offer that. So I mean, I think I'm going right. to go to UCLA. It's so, I think it's, I think COVID's changed a lot of things in that I was lucky because this is whatever, five years ago now, way before COVID was even, yeah. well, we've never heard of the word, you know, and I think there were far more, there was far more staff. There was far more, um, what's the word I'm thinking of resources all yeah. that you know so they were willing to go to do those things that might be a bit belt and braces yeah but actually it was great because about three or four months later I got the report from histology because obviously they don't actually know unless they take samples which they yeah. haven't it was mine was I don't know why it's always citrus fruit but mine was basically the size of a small orange so they needed it out yeah. there was no question yeah of that at all yeah so they were saying look by the numbers and things that have come back on your blood test it probably is an endometrial cyst yeah i got quite excited at one point they told me it was one of those dermoid cysts have you heard of these are they the ones with teeth little and stuff in? they have teeth and hair yeah. so in my mind it was like this little troll that was yeah. sat on my <laughs> I gave it a name and everything <laughs> and I was a bit disappointed when it turned out not to be that. Yeah. But anyway, um, so on this pathology report, it basically said, um, you know, test carried out, uh, endometrial cyst, um, preferred route of course of action, uh, hysterectomy, uh, treatment done so far, hysterectomy. Great, fine. <laughs> so it's oh, basically, brilliant. this is what you've got. Yeah. This is what we want to do. Oh, you've done it already. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a the most bizarre letter. So did you um, go straight so on I was glad I had it done. No, because no. They said to me, I've got no. So I'm obviously a big girl, so my bones, and I've got a job that has me on my feet all the time. I've got a very, very active job. So I'm active, I'm carrying weight around with me. So that helps your body. It puts stress on your bones, so your body automatically builds more calcium because your bones aren't a, a static thing. They do yep. grow and change. Um, I don't smoke, um, although technically I'd gone into my menopause slightly early. It was literally slightly yeah, yeah, yeah. early, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. wasn't a problem. So basically, because I'd got none of the um, precursors to osteoporosis, they basically said we wouldn't put you on HRT um, for that. So as long as you're coping all right, yeah, fine. If you need us, give us a ring, yeah, and you can try it. But what would and at the time it wasn't it wasn't bothering me. Apart from my thermostat's a little bit wonky. I don't get hot flushes as such, but yeah, if I get hot, I get too hot really quickly. Okay, yeah. And so I have to kind of, I've got always got layers on, you yeah. know, because it's easier, you know. Um, and I'm now not the Nesh one in the family. I'm now not the one that's grabbing my coat when it drops a degree in temperature, which I used to do. Yeah. Um, I think I bought I bought a winter coat, actually, not, I think, around the time that I had my hysterectomy. And I reckon in all those years, I've worn it about four times. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Like my big winter coat, because yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm fine. Just stick a, stick a hoodie on, I'll be fine. So that's it. That's and you haven't got any me. of the brain fog or the deafness well, or the memory loss? or This is the thing. So rewind about ooh, five or six months ago now. Yes, I, I have this thing called fibromyalgia, which is oh, muscle okay. yep. and, and brain fog. So my brain's always been a bit foggy anyway. Okay. But I've always been pretty switched on when it's come to running the business, when it's come to running home. 
And even when I had James, you know, that baby brain thing, I kind yeah. of looking back, I now realise that didn't go away as as quickly and as easily as some of my friends seem to get rid of it. Yeah. So I thought, and then it got, obviously menopause came along, the brain fog thing. I, I kind of had lots of little things like my skin started to get a little bit itchy. Um, as yeah. long as I kept it moisturised, it was fine. But I just rung the doctor up and luckily I've got a lovely doctor. And I just rung her up and said, look, I've not got anything major going on. As I say, it's about four, five, six months ago. I've not got anything major going on, but I've just got a lot of little niggles that life would be just a little bit better if I didn't have them. Yes. And one of them was this m- terrible memory problem. And she said, okay, fine, fair enough. Did me a prescription for the Easter gel, the, um, yep. the gel stuff. And I tried it. I tried, like each pump is like one measure, if you like. So I tried one pump that didn't really seem to do anything. So I upped it to two and then realized I got, I I was starting to get a bit short tempered, but I'd read somewhere that sometimes there's to not give up at that point, but actually up it because you seem to go through a point where your symptoms might seem to get worse, but then weirdly you up it and they get better. So it's almost as if two pumps were just aggravating what was going on, but three pumps might sort it okay so three pumps didn't enjoy it at all didn't enjoy the headspace it put me in yeah in no way whatsoever so I stopped it so I was like oh that didn't really do anything and then oddly so and at the, sort of around about the same time to help with James's anxiety James has always had ADHD as well but when you get when you get these neurodiversity diagnoses what they tend to to concentrate on is the one that's the most obvious so James's most obvious one is his autistic the ADHD is slightly below that but it's like we wouldn't do anything different anyway so we'll diagnose him with the autism but we just know that there's ADHD in there yeah but to, to help him with the anxiety meds, they wanted to try him on ADHD meds as well to try and just slow his thought processes down so that things yeah. like CBT might be able to work because yeah. his thought processes had gone over the edge of the cliff before he'd even realised he was having them. Yeah. So he got tested for ADHD. So I started looking into that and because I wanted to look at all the, the meds and everything. And then bizarrely at the same time, I got talking to somebody and she's a little bit older than me. She's in her late fifties and she's just going through the diagnostic process for ADHD. And we were chatting and chatting and chatting. And she was like, and they want to go through my childhood. And, and so I told them about what, you know, I used to do this and I used to do that and, da, 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 and now I do this and now I do that. And I'm just thinking, tick, tick, tick. Okay. This might be what's going on. Yeah. So I'm now, in fact, I've, I've just sort of started the process this morning of getting in touch with the GP who knows me, um, which, you know, can be a horrendous process at the best of times, yeah. to try and get on and get the ADHD diagnosed because what I want to try next is the ADHD meds yeah. and see if they'll have more. So what I think is happening is the ADHD is, is constant. Yep. And then the baby brain, the fibromyalgia, the menopause is added on top. Yeah. The menopause, the things to kind of sort, the menopause didn't help. So what I yeah. could do with it, maybe trying something to sort the ADHD. Yeah. Because at the minute, I'm functioning at the level of like a 10-year-old sometimes. Even James goes, shall I do the adulting today, Mom? I'm like, yeah, my brain's just not doing it at all you know the lack of memory there's a thing have you heard of executive functioning no so executive functioning is basically what gets you through your day yeah it's the processes you have that get you up and into the shower and showered and then remember to go and have some breakfast and then remember to go to work remember what you're doing at work (laughs) it's that bit it's it's your processes that get you through the day I don't know where mine have gone seriously I stand in the middle of the house and James is going cleaning your teeth mom I'm like yeah that's where I was off to it's insane I'm having to write everything down yeah um luckily professionally I've been doing my job now for nearly 30 years so that's almost that's so deeply ingrained in there now yeah but I must I must lose lose my phone 
about half a dozen times a day. I think I said to you before, when my friend, my best friend, she's 100% got ADHD. And she wanted to go through the diagnosis. And she gave me a checklist for basically friends and family to fill in. And it was just her on a piece of paper. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. But yet she still had to do one to James. And it was doing that that made me think, yeah, that'd be my answer. That'd be my answer. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you? You're doing it with the doctor, though. They've not told you. Well, hopefully. We've found. So again, amongst all all my patients and all my friends that have got neurotypical people in their lives, I have just discovered somebody sent me a, a link to a what seems to be a private company now that the NHS are accessing to obviously to try and get um what's the word get the waiting list down um so i'd yeah somebody just happened to send that over to me so i thought right i'm gonna ring ring my gp and say look can you refer me to these people yeah um and as i say because she's dealt she's dealt with a lot of what i've gone through she was the one that helped me through the hysterectomy and blah 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 I can't see it being much of a problem. But again, yeah. I'm really lucky in that I've got that relationship yep. with yeah. my GP. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm lucky because of what I do for a living. Um, generally, I hope that was my husband just sticking his head Hi. around the door there for a second. <laughs> um no, I'm all right, thank you, darling. Um yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, would have to fight hammer and tongue. I I, yeah. I know you know, people for years. But um as I say, I don't, if it didn't affect my life, if I didn't think it was affecting my life, I wouldn't bother. I yeah. don't, I can't see the point. Yeah. I think self-diagnosis is as as, val- as valid yeah. as professional diagnosis. But it is more because, I, I don't mind being the ditzy human being, but I kind of miss the organised human being I kind of used to be. Well, when you're um, When you're working and you're managing a home and... A child like you need to be functioning yes <laughs> not wandering around thinking what was I doing and what have I got and yeah plus it's all the whole mental load isn't it with women I mean I don't know what your circumstances are but I mean I'm a single parent so I, yeah. everything is on me anyway and it yeah. is literally that again you know you constantly you're thinking about literally everything all yeah. the time I'm really lucky because you know my husband's brilliant um you know we're, we're quite a tight little team but the problem comes I think when um there's a tendency to overthink yeah so it almost wouldn't matter how much my husband does because I'm going to overthink it anyway yeah yeah and I can't stop that and I need that's what I need and then that leads to bad sleep and then that leads to me feeling shit and then that leads to me not functioning very well and it, it just feeds into this constant. I often talk about how my head can feel like it's just full of bees. Every thought is just this little bee that's kind of flitting around. Yeah. And sometimes if, cause I like, there is this thing called hyper-focus. So obviously my hyper-focus at the moment, well, the two hyper-focuses I suppose in my life are, well, I know in fact it all comes into one. It's people. I love people. I love people's stories. I love I love obviously how the body works. That's how I got into my job. Yeah. I love the puzzle solving side of what I do. I love learning all about the neurotypical thing. That's obviously become a big thing. So those things are like if I find the most beautiful flower and I stick it in the middle of my brain and all my bees go, oh, yeah. 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 However, if, if I'm having to do my taxes... All my bees are just not yeah. paying any attention whatsoever. Yeah. None at all. Or if I am, I don't know, needing to tidy out the back room, do some housework, that gets done when I feel like it. I will have days when I'm like, right, yeah. today we're going to clear that back bedroom and I will have it done by the end of the day. Come yeah. Hook up, I grow Yeah. They're very few and far between. <laughs> I am not a very organized human being. Um, and I do have things that that help. I'd, you've probably noticed I've been kind of fiddling. I've, I've been playing with a piece of blue tack ever since this thing started. That helps me 
stay here it helps yes. me stay with you yes and it's not that you're not interesting no I you're understand a fabulous human being no I get it but it's not me thinking about the fact that the builders are outside at the moment and Scott's coming home and I'm wondering if the chicken started that I put on the timer even though yeah. I know that it will have done because I've used the timer a hundred times yeah have I set it at the right temperature did I put it in for the right amount of time what Shane's up to upstairs um do I when did they say that Bake Off starts uh, oh when does Bake Off start next Tuesday okay thank you um but that stops that yeah because it's my brain's thinking about what's going on with my fingers so therefore it's here yeah and it's here with you it's not yeah. all the way out here doing weird wonderful things I've also, today, my big delivery today was this ring that I've bought, which is a silver. It just looks like, I don't know, I don't think you can see it. Really pretty little oh, bandle. Oh, that's lovely. That thing round. Now, that little, the thin silver thing actually spins round the larger one. My friend's going to get so me one of them. Stick it on my finger yeah. and just sit and, yeah, sit yeah. and fiddle. But when I, when I go to work, when I take a case history, I've generally got a piece of blue tack in my left hand and I'm writing with my right. And my patients must think I'm going delirious because I'm literally just sitting and I'm rolling worms out and I'm doing whatever. But it's because it keeps me yeah. focused on what I'm doing, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I've got little ways of doing things, but there are things that, that I just, like if I've got a big project in front of me, like, um, so I've been, since doing this whole podcast thing and since thinking about what I could do to help and get that word out about how neurodiversity doesn't have to be yeah. a problem you know I did start to think about doing a podcast and Good. I've got <laughs> I've got sheets and sheets and sheets of ideas on here I was going to say to you you should do a podcast when you were saying about how much you love people I was like you should do a podcast you talk to yeah, of them well I've got here, and, and um, Stu's been really helpful, Stu Whiffin as mm. well, in talking about it. Now, I can do the ideas about podcasts, but, and I'm hoping Stu listens to this because I'm hoping he'll understand. Okay. What I need somebody to do is, is give me the name of the mic I need to buy. Okay, I can do that. Tell me precisely. See, I could do this recording bit. That's easy. Yep. I have no idea what to do with it once I've recorded yeah. it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I can I can research that. And I know like, Pip's often said that people ask him, ask him questions about podcasting. It's like, well, I don't answer them because you can look at it on the internet. My problem is if I start researching that, I will buy something for £2,000 because... <laughs> I will have convinced myself that that's absolute because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, I yeah, will yeah. so easily disappear down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And one of two things will happen. Either I'll convince myself I need something totally high tech because that will just solve all my problems and it must be the best thing. So it must be good yeah. when actually it's, it's going to be way more than I need. Or I'll lose interest because I can't, I'll get too much information. Yeah. So I'll get overwhelmed. Yeah. So I'll just give up and just stop. And that's what I'm like with any big project. I've got to break it down into smaller things. So yeah. while my brain, when my brain suddenly goes, oh my God, that'd be a great idea for an episode. Flick the laptop on, get that idea down. Brilliant. Yeah. And, but because technical stuff isn't really my stuff, I never really get that spark of, right, I'm going to have a look at microphones because yeah. I don't even know where to start searching. Yeah, don't, I don't even know where to. You don't need to worry do about that mean? stuff. I'll, I'll send you a message. With Thank the you. basics, Thank it's you. fine. It's, it's really not that complicated at all. Yeah, I know, I know, but I can make that very, very complicated. Yeah. Because <laughs> I overthink it and I no, over, I get that. well, what if this happens and what if that happens? And what I need somebody to do is get hold of me by the shoulders and go, don't be silly. Yeah. Calm down. This is what you need. Do you watch this Snowfall? Is how you do it. Say that again, Do you sorry. watch Snowfall? No. It's about the CIA bringing crap bringing cocaine into la oh, right. in like the 80s when crack yeah. and then crack basically yeah it's fascinating i didn't know anything about it um a friend of mine knows a lot about it and i sent him a message mm. just saying can you just tell me and he was like yeah just read this and like sent me no, some I don't but want i'm that. like 
no, I, I can't. I can't spend hours reading. I just need you <laughs> to tell me because you know yeah. all this stuff. I just need you to bullet point it. Yeah. And I was like, so I still don't really. I mean, I kind of know a bit more now, obviously, because I'm watching the program. It is very good, but it's like all this shit that goes on that you don't know about. Yeah. And I'm like, I just need someone to give me the main points because the thing yeah. is, next week I won't remember any of it. No, because oh, I no, don't retain no, any information either. But I just. Yeah. But again, that, that comes down to, so communication is a massive problem with neurodiverse people in general. And it's understanding what your communication style is. Now, I, I will happily talk to you about this on a one-to-one thing. I couldn't stand in front of a, a crowd and do it. Yeah. Um, James, for example, if he's got something really, especially quite emotionally difficult, something he's struggling with, we we will sit sit next next to each other on the sofa, no eye contact, no if he doesn't if he can't cope with it, there'll be no like touching or anything. Yeah. But we'll literally sit and text each other because that's that's how he can get it out. Because he finds vocalizing something too hard. So again, it's about how you communicate. So I'm I'm far better people communicating with me via text because it's there. Yeah. And I can go back afterwards. And I can go, oh, yeah, that's what they said. That's, yeah. that's yeah, I yeah. remember now. Because yeah. I can tell myself my own story of what happened. Yeah. You know, if it's a conversation, I know, and because I've done it a million times before, I've, I've sworn people have told me that this is the way it's going to work. And they'll go back and go, no, yeah. not at all. I told you that this, but it'll be, the, it'll be what my brain's held yeah. on to. Yeah. So, like, say every other sentence. And then it's just made the rest of yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, between. yeah. So I've got some sort of narrative. Yeah. So I need it written down on a piece of paper. Yeah. And again, like you say with your friend, when they go, read this, it's like, well, I would click on that and read that. But then you know the bit at the bottom where it goes, and then you might want to read that, and I'll go and read that. And it might have nothing to do with yeah. what I'm actually supposed to be looking at. <laughs> but that'll look a bit more interesting, so I'll disappear yeah. off over that way. And I'll spend two hours and then come back and go, what was it I was supposed yeah. to be looking at? So it's, it, it's not that I don't necessarily have the time it's that my brain goes on such a journey yeah. with things yeah that I'll end up I mean I'll know a lot about something it just probably won't be the thing that yeah. I actually needed to know a lot about <laughs> but this is it about yeah. memory right can yeah. you see this oh probably not see all that yeah I had to write that down last night because this is all how ADHD affects me. But I knew if you asked me a question, my mind will go. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Take notes about my own life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I forget. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. No. And then I panic. And it, but, yeah, but for yeah. me, it, it's like um, it's an overwhelming amount of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, sometimes it's trying to find that whisper in yeah. a whole world of shouting that's going on yeah yeah and so to try and find something that just quietens that down and sometimes it is just the physicality of putting pen to paper yeah I don't necessarily like making notes on my phone yeah that doesn't sink in the same way as picking up a pen yeah and having a, some lovely stationery yeah and and writing it out yeah then it sticks yeah it's how I used to do my revision yeah for university for for GCSE uh, sorry for O levels yeah for A levels I would sit and just write the notes out and then condense them down and condense them down yeah. and there was something about that physicality of writing it that would allow me once I was in the exam to go oh yeah I remember writing about that yeah so I would almost learn via the the act of writing yeah. if I read something I get to the end of the chapter and think yeah don't know what that was about yeah. Not so bad if I can put a highlighter, but then I get all a bit freaky about highlighting in books because I think that's heresy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it just has so many, so many um different things. I mean, there's the there's the archetypal thing. This is what makes a lot of my friends laugh when I say I might have ADHD. It's like, hold on, you can sit on the sofa for an entire day and not move, which I can quite yeah. happily. But the hyperactivity bit doesn't have to be yeah. like James. James never stops. There's always a bit of him 
it affects boys and girls differently though as well doesn't it because that's why it's hard to not necessarily no 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 no. they say that oh because i thought that's why it was harder for them to diagnose it in women than it is men because it shows differently so what the original let's go back to the autism one because it's a little bit easier to explain we have to come along the whole misogynistic line of how women are seen in within medicine. Yeah. So I've got friends who've got girls that are, that are autistic that have ADHD. So if you had two 10 year old children, one boy, one girl, and they were crying in school, you are far more likely to take the boy away and say, what's the matter, sweetheart? Because boys don't cry. Yeah. Boys do not get emotional. Boys don't cry. To the girl, you're far more likely to go, oh, well, she, she's just a delicate little flower. She's fine. And that's what it boils down to. They often said it's because girls are better at masking. Blah, blah, blah. And they are. They, we are better at copying. But that's bullshit. That is not the way that they're starting okay. to look at it now. It's more that... that view that girls are more emotional are more um awkward boys should just fight it out and get on and play football yeah so if you see a little lad who's not doing that it sticks out yeah whereas if you see a girl with not many friends girls are bitchy so sometimes they do you know they do exclude a friend so that's all it is okay do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of papers starting to be written now about about just how, yeah, how that is influencing how people are catching things like autism okay. and emotional dysregularity yeah. within neurodiverse people because that's quite a big thing. Yeah. Um, I'm quite I'm quite practical about a lot of things, but then we'll have really strange emotions about other things. I'm more likely. Let's take Pip as an example, right? Followed Pip for years. That's how I've got into all this. It's, you know, it's how I've, I've sort of, you know, I loved his music, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like now I've known him for years. So, you know, when I see him in a movie, I feel weirdly proud. Yeah. I've never seen He doesn't know me from Adam. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I kind of like, when I sit on that, like, oh, stop, look how he's doing. I sound like some freaky stalker. <laughs> Do you know? But it, it it's such a way... I'd be equally proud of my friends yeah. that do amazing things. But sometimes that it, it's just slightly misplaced. You know, I mean, I have spoken to him a couple of times on Zoom and stuff like that, and he's a lovely guy. But then I'm very aware that that just does sound a bit weird. <laughs> But I can't help it. I like to see people I like yeah. doing well. I don't think that's weird. I think that's just nice. Just, but it's a really weird kind of almost like mother hen thing. Yeah. It's really odd. <laughs> and and there is, I find that, so when I'm doing texts to people, to me, texts are a very practical thing. They're for me to tell somebody some information or for me to ask a question of somebody. Yeah. So... Like today, if I'd have texted you and said, so what I need to know from you is what time are we starting today? Yeah. I would write that text out and it would literally just be, what time are we starting today? Yeah. I then have to go back and go, oh, hold on. That sounds really abrupt. So I put hi at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> and I have to go back and do all that because it, it doesn't necessarily come naturally to do that social thing on text because that's in my head not what I use text for text is for information yeah if I see you in 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 person I'm quite a huggy person I'm quite you know I'm really like oh how are you doing and uh, do all that not a problem but on text that's not what texts are for so my brain kind of emotion I don't I'm not very emotional on texts yeah. and if I'm talking about something I can be quite straightforward about things but I think sometimes and I have to like when we talk about exhaustion and stuff, there are moments I'm sort of almost constantly checking that what I'm about to say next is okay. Yeah. So, 
am I going to, if, if I have a patient who's got a problem that is either going to need surgery or, you know, it's something a bit above and beyond a bit of an achy back. Yeah. I literally have to kind of take that breath and go, right, okay, we need to deliver it this way. I, I have a lot of scripts in my life. Yeah. Because I've now, again, after 30 odd years, I've, I've found the way that I like to say it and I've found the way that it works. It's not a natural way for me to say it. Yeah. It's my script of how I say it. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does make so sense. So that, that's, uh, that's more, I suppose, more of an autism thing, but that's where this neuro neurodiverse thing is better because it's just the way that my brain works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do have to be, yeah, and I can blurt things out without kind of thinking about them first. Yeah. Or I can just stumble into the middle of a conversation that two people are having because I really need to tell that person something and I need to get it out and I need to tell them now because chances are I'll have five minutes anyway. You know, and I have to really, that social thing of, hold on, I'm supposed to wait for them to finish that conversation. Yeah. See what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if I get a bit drunk, I'm terrible. I'll just stumble about (laughs) chatting to anybody. It's like, I need to talk to you now. I don't care if you're talking to anybody else. like through university and stuff it made you know making friends uh, I could piss people off quite fairly quickly even though I felt I was being perfectly normal and perfectly nice yeah yeah anybody who knows me well will tell you that I never mean to be rude it's not me I'm quite a happy-go-lucky sort of person so if if ever there's in fact the other day we went out and about and um we were doing something um our local city's got a lot of street art and my, my son was doing a bits and bobs about it and there was a guy who was actually doing some street art but James didn't feel kind of like he wanted to go up to him so I went up and said do you mind me taking a photo no not really and he was quite abrupt so I was a bit like oh hold on that's my script of how people react to me is not being abrupt. Yeah. I was being quite nice and polite so that yeah. pulled me a little bit and I said all right okay would you mind if I just took a thinking that he maybe didn't want his face putting out there, even though it was a public yeah. place and he was, it was all covered in street art. It was, he was obviously not doing it illegally. Yeah. Well, that threw me. And so I said, well, I'm quite happy to just take a picture of your hand and a bit of a work in progress. If I'd explained to him that it was for a project and da, da, yeah. no, no, I, I really don't want you to do that. Thank you. Okay. Fair enough. So I took some pictures of the other street art and then purely out of interest, I went back and I went, I hope you don't mind me asking, but, um, why why do you not like your picture being taken? And he turned around and went, This is this is virgin on harassment. I'm gonna call the police on you if you don't go away. And I kind of it really shook me. I, I was really, really upset, but I had to go back to the car and pretend everything was fine because I didn't want James to see I was upset. And it wasn't until I got home, like I ended up having to go to bed because it just threw me that much. I was really upset and I was just thinking about it constantly. And I said to Scott, I said, look, I just need to go and not have to talk to anybody. I need to go and process what's happened. And it wasn't until, until I was thinking about it that I suddenly thought, hold on a minute. He doesn't know me from Adam. And he doesn't know that that last question that I asked was genuinely out of interest. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is it within the street art scene? Is it something, you know, I wanted to hear that story. Whereas actually what he could have heard is me still egging him on, like, well, why don't yeah. you want me to take your photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so as if I was still trying to talk him round into yeah. having yeah, his yeah, photo, yeah. photo taken. But at the time, yeah. because I knew that's not the way I meant it, yeah, it was a really weird moment for me, and it really does shape me. If things don't go yeah. almost how I've sort of semi yeah. semi scripted it in my head yeah which is why I kind of needed to talk to you first you know when yeah, we talked yeah. Off the phone, yeah, like, yeah and it was purely because I needed something to to build my idea of how this was going to go yeah do you know what I mean I needed yeah, to know yeah, totally. I've, I've, I've obviously listened to your stuff and I know how lovely you are but I've never met you and you've never met me and I needed that little bit of connection yeah because the way I've prepared for today is sort of playing over little scenarios and just making sure which stories are okay to tell and you know yeah. and, and doing all that kind of thing so it is bloody exhausting sometimes yeah. 
and it throws me <laughs> off when people don't respond now how I think they're going yeah but that is weird. And that is, and also, you don't really expect someone to say no if they're out in public and doing something exactly. in public. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't like, get me wrong. Well, I think he was still a rude piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. But I get, I get, I get that. But, but I listen, don't... I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Go no, to sorry. We have chatted and chatted. It's but thank you so, that. so much. No, it's fine. Enjoyed, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to contact you after. Yeah. And tell you all the stuff. And say thank you and say bye properly, but I do really have to go because it's. I've only got like ten minutes to get to the school. I've oh God, I'm sorry. Was. I thought they were coming home. Um, yeah, I would have kept my eye on the time. Yeah, well, so, yeah, no, I, I thought that they were as well. But... Oh no, 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 no. It's fine. It's I can drive. It's fine. It's not a problem. Good, but I just yeah. But thank yeah. you so much. No I really problem appreciate at all. It's been that. A pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the lovely Vanessa. If you want to get in touch with either of, either of us about anything that we spoke about, then please do. If you have any guest suggestions, let me know. If this is your first time, then thank you for listening to the podcast. Please check out my other episodes. Please subscribe. Please share. Sharing's caring. And if you are listening to this around the start of October 2022... The Amazing Jordan Grey has got a show at the London Palladium on the 28th of October. If you can get a ticket, if there are tickets still available, go and see it. Is it a bird, it's called. And I went to see it the other night in Soho. And it was just wonderful. I mean, it has got so much praise and rave reviews. And to be honest, I was a bit like, it can't be that good. (laughs) But it is. It really is that good. So go and see it. Sorry, that was my daughter just putting Vaseline on the table. Because... People aren't aware. It's amazing, actually. Sorry, I'm just going to add this. When you record a podcast or when you record anything, it's amazing how many people have no idea about all the sounds and everything else that's going on that really picks up on the mic. It's like you have to be quiet and you have to like not be banging stuff about. But it's like you'd think, well, of course everyone knows that, but people really don't. So just FYI, if you're ever recording anything... You have to be really quiet, apart from talking. Because that'd be a bit silly, wouldn't it, if you didn't say anything. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, I've rambled enough. Big love to you all. Stay safe, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.